The wait is over. The Walking Dead is back. Don't miss the extended 10th season featuring six new episodes, each focused on different favorite characters. Get ready for high-stakes showdowns, emotional reckonings, and more info about your favorite Walking Dead survivors. Start watching the latest season today and catch new episodes of season 10 early with AMC+. From season binges and exclusive content to early access to new episodes, the best Walking Dead experience is only on AMC+. Get lost in the Walking Dead universe today. Available ad-free and on demand. Sign up at amcplus.com. AMC Plus, only the good stuff. Hey, it's Mark Roberts and Davey Dave and uh, Tootie. Rod Tootie. Um, Rod Tootie Rinks. Get it right. Uh, and welcome right. to Let's Get Into Entertainment. The business of entertainment, Mr. Rinks. You Thanks, guys. Are guys. Good. You guys are getting good. Oh, man. I feel <laughs> like, a, like a dad. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you guys, seasoned pros I'm with now. Simpatico. Today we're going to be uh, getting into the business of entertainment. You know, it's funny. I can't believe how much business of entertainment there is. You know, at first I was like, oh man, like how much business of entertainment could there be? Are we really going to be doing a podcast about this? But turns out there's all kinds of business. Uh, a lot of business. Not just making movies, not just being an actor, not just, uh, you know, being a director or producer, but there's all kinds of other areas, uh, which are pretty fascinating. Um, today we're going to be talking to Johnny Rodriguez. Uh, he's a visual guy over at 42 Entertainment. He's also an artist. Um, he does a lot of a lot of interesting stuff with graphics and things like that, um, websites. And uh, we're going to talk to him about what you know, how he got in the business, what he's doing now. I, I heard he did some murals with Shepard Ferry, which is pretty wow. amazing. Yeah. Um, so that you know, he's in a lot of different areas. So we'll be talking to him about what he's up to uh, in a couple of minutes. And um, in the meantime, hang with us, and we'll be right back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Get Into Entertainment. The business of entertainment. Mm. Thanks, bud. Mm, um, hey, welcome, you guys. Hey. It's good thanks. to see you. Good to be back. It's always good to uh, good to see you guys and talk about uh, entertainment and what's going on. You know, it's, um, it's weird because... As I had... call you every day on my right end, <laughs> talk about entertainment. Literally, we talk every day. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the podcast is just part of my day because really I'm always talking about entertainment at all moments. You call me at eight o'clock in the morning. First, first thing he says to me is like, "What are you, are you having your uh, your French press?" And I'm no, like, "Yeah." You know, what I tell him, I say, "It's modelo time, fool." <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> but um, but no, you do call me every day. You do have questions like, you know, should I open an LLC? Should I, um, you know, what kind of deal should I make with my composer? What well, you know, all those kinds of questions that come up at seven o'clock in the morning that we talk about, and hopefully. It helps you out it um, does i'm still asleep at seven o'clock by the way i, I call you a couple times Remember yeah yeah David? a couple times Hello. yeah like, wake, yeah. wake your ass up you're an a... adult now <laughs> hey but before we get on with johnny or rodriguez you know i i was thinking about how important it is to be positive in this business because there's so much uh you get turned down so much yeah and i was thinking today i was talking to netflix i sent an email to netflix um the executive that had called us in and had been listening to my pitches for you know a couple of years, has passed on everything I, I pitched, uh, just recently picked up a pitch. I guess my point is I, I pitch a lot all the time, and yeah. I get passed on a lot, and I don't make a lot of things yeah. you know, because, um, because this business is about how many times can you get out there with, with pitches and how many stories and, you know, don't get too attached to your stories. If they don't work, move on to something that may work, you know, or you come back and revisit. 
I guess you can do that. Well, what know? do you mean you guess? You're doing that with um with the Mozart thing. Yeah, but there has to be new things. You know, movies is a lot like um like Wall Street. A lot of highs and lows, man. Yeah. You know, you got to keep pitching people. Hey, this is a new stock. Hey, there's this new thing. I want you to invest in this new company. And you get mostly no's until you get some yeses. And, you know, film business isn't any different. I think you get hot sometimes, but even even when you're hot, you've still pitched a hundred things and only sold five or six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I would say if you're out there, if you're listening, if you believe in something, it just has to get listened to and pitched to the right person. You were telling me the story that you pitched somebody and you kept pitching and pitching this one thing and then you called them and didn't you didn't you read the actual pitch on their voicemail or Yeah, actually that's a good point. I there was this but still I didn't sell it, but here's how much I believed in it. I sent the script, I sent a write up I sent the write-up again, took the text, copied it, and put it in the body of the email. (laughs) So I did everything I could to have this person listen to my pitch or read the pitch or, you know, somehow get the pitch. You know, eventually they didn't do it. So I decided that I was going to record the pitch document myself, like you're listening to me now. Yeah. So I read the entire thing and sent it to him. And I said, look, if you have, if you're driving to work for 30 minutes, listen to this tape or listen to this recording. And it was me reading the pitch doc. And, and he uh, called you back. And he called me back and said, that was awesome, you know, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was relentless in my, in my push. And even though he wouldn't read it and even though he wouldn't uh, open the document, he wouldn't even open a text. He wouldn't, you know, he, he yeah. just wasn't getting around to it. I finally just recorded it. Hustling. Look at yeah. Robert's out here hustling. So Davey Dave, this is what we're going to do now. Yeah. We're going to record my coming of age film, Perfect. you and I, Perfect. and we're going to send it to Roberts every single day, <laughs> a different, a different page every day. I didn't yeah, it. but he heard it at least. Yeah, and didn't a, he we, like it? He we had like, a good chat about it. We had there a good we go. About it. You have to practice the reverse, right? You know how you pitch something, someone says, I don't like it or I don't want it. And then you feel bad and then it kind of discourages you. You have to practice the opposite. So when someone says no to you, it just gets you more fired up. Yep. You know, or it just makes you want to pitch three more people. Yeah. It's yeah. a muscle, though. It is a muscle. It's yeah. a muscle that you have to work out that that has you react differently to uh, someone turning you down. Mm. Anyway, so that's an interesting conversation. Uh, and I think uh, lots of people should, you know, find their superhero strength and practice and, and, and work out that muscle of being turned down and having the turn down just give you fuel to the fire. You that's know why I, mean? I call you every morning because I know you're going to shoot me down, but I need to I need to get the calluses going. There All you right. go. There get you the go. Day I like ready. All right. You're well, going to shoot me down. Listen, to be continued because uh, we've got Johnny Rodriguez on the phone right now. We're going to bring him in. Uh, hey, Johnny, you there? Yes, I am. Johnny, so look, we, we were talking about you. You sort of work in a lot of areas, and I want to get I want to get specific about what they are because, you know, on here on Let's Get Into Entertainment, by the way, and welcome to the show, we talk a lot about how entertainment has all these different facets. You know, a lot of times when you're a kid from East L.A. like myself, um, you don't realize that there's so many things that you can do in entertainment. You just see like actors, you see directors, you see producers, and, you know, as a result, that's what you end up wanting to be. Uh, but a lot of people turn left and right and do other things and have other talents and, um Johnny Rodriguez, you seem to have a ta- the talent of uh, of art, which seems to fit into a lot of different uh, areas in entertainment. So, would you give me a little uh, give me a little a bit about what it is that you do? Sure. Uh, so, I am currently a VP of Visual Design at an agency called Animal Repair Shop. Uh, we also 
have another agency called 42 Entertainment. Um, it is a weird hybrid kind of agency that deals with, um, it's essentially storytelling. And if you were to look at it at a surface level, it's marketing. Um, but we do it in a very obscure, weird, different kind of way. So to describe it, the best way I can describe it is um, taking all forms of mediums from print, TV, motion design, web design, and telling a story for our clients. So if Nine Inch Nails has a, a movie or a, an album that they want to release, instead of buying um, ads and on TV or in a magazine or a billboard, they come to us and we tell a story. We create a large thread, a universe, and then we chop it up, split it up, and distribute it throughout the ether and allow the players to find it. And in turn, they become the flag waivers. So the the idea is basically that um, there are so many billboards as we drive through LA that it becomes noise and we don't pay attention to that stuff. Mm. And so when someone picks something up and they find something and they become like the bearer of that news and they share it peer to peer, then they become the flag wavers. And now I'm more willing to listen to my homie. That's like, bro, you got to check out this song that I found. And I think it's part of this hidden game. Something's going on here. And so that one person tells two and those two tell 4 million people mm. and they feel responsible for it. So it's basically like, I don't know if you remember like the Christmas story when he's sitting in the restroom and he's like with this decoder ring and he's like, drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> right. I don't know if you guys remember that. I, it's a movie that I watch every year. <laughs> I kind of do so. re- remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like our text that, chain. <laughs> um, because I think it's super important that um, for me, I'm, I don't want to say that everybody, but for me, it's super important that I have other things going on outside of commercial work. So I also um, do mural work. And I paint and I'm represented here in L.A. and I show in galleries and I show in museums around the world, of which most importantly, last year I did a full tour in Mexico. And the last stop was in Guadalajara. So Jalisco. Yeah, nice. nice. Hey, so. Uh, all right. Well, uh, just to be clear, you um, at 42 Entertainment, you guys sort of do non-traditional uh, work to get attention for, you know, music videos, albums what any, any all types of media or just specifically in the music business all types so awesome. we've released mm-hmm. let's see if i can do this we released uh a ford mustang the ford fusion um we've released multiple albums for various artists um we helped release the dark knight for the nolans okay. and warner brothers the movie yeah, yeah. Tron for Disney. Um, so this is so the work. So the, the work that you're doing is is innovative. It's on the cutting edge, and it's how people are now getting their information in terms of marketing and finding out if you want to see a product. It's about your friends um, uh, sharing this and saying, "Hey, this is a really cool thing to check out," and that and somehow that that catches fire with the with the marketing that you do. Well, so. Technology's put put us in a weird and special position in that, say for like if you're buying an, an album, typically, I don't know if you guys do, but I don't, 
buy the entire album. I'll buy um, just a single song, maybe my favorite track in the album. And if I'm watching a TV show, then I'm more than likely turning off commercials. And so now it's just because of technology and the ability to stream and cherry pick how we want to view entertainment, like advertising is much harder to reach people at. It's harder to reach people with that traditional advertising. And so this was just an avenue to get us or to get like obscure audiences that then are kind of like the, um, the cool kids yeah. in a sense yeah. to, to reach their peers and get them to pay attention to like, um, like whatever product that we're essentially peddling. That's, uh, that's, am- to put it that way. Yeah, no, no, that's amazing. And by the way, um, uh, thank you for sharing that because I think in the business, people tend to not know that there's companies like your company doing what they're doing. And I think technology is moving so quickly. It's fun to have you here explaining a new way of getting the word out on movies, on, on videos, on albums. I mean, I think it's really cool. So, but let me go back. Okay. I want to go back. Where, where are you originally from? Where were you, where did you grow up? So I grew up in, um, in Bolentrese. I'm just playing. Yeah. Barrio no, Barrio, in Barrio <laughs> Nuevo. Bolentrese, <laughs> Bolentrese is like the, was like the local gang that all my Yeah. And I think ours, were, I think, yeah. I think ours was Barrio Nuevo Estrada or something like that. <laughs> uh, you grew up in Highland Park though? No, I grew up in Baldwin Park. I'm sorry. You home, of in, home of In-N-Out. Right. And, uh, and what school did you go? What high school did you go to there? Baldwin Park. Baldwin, Baldwin Park, Park High school. school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Graduated 92. That's what's up. That's me too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You look Damn, young for 92, where? player. I graduated from uh, Bonita Vista High School down in Chula Vista. Well, Bonita okay. Vista. <laughs> it's in Bonita, but it's uh, in, in Chula pretty much. You look really young, man. Oh, thanks, brother. <laughs> Too my, young to be 46. My, right? <laughs> Is that how I old you are? I looked younger until I had kids. Huh? <laughs> Is that how old you are? Dang. 40. 46? No, 45. I, I, I thought know. you were like 51 or something. Damn. Hey, take it easy. That's weird. Take it easy. Um, <laughs> well, we're, we're, all, we're, guy. we're all Latinos here. We all, uh, I think we all grew up in the same type of uh, yeah. environment. Um, and we all had dreams of, you know, coming across the uh, 710 freeway and you're in, or 110 freeway or whatever. Mine was the 805. Yours was the 805. South of the 54, that was the hood. <laughs> That's where you if you're past the 54, then, then, then you National you're City, you got trouble. Yeah. Um, National City was bad. <laughs> That's where Alarcon's from. But oh, how? Yeah. Uh, how soon did you know that you could that you had the, an artistic uh, bone? You know how how soon did you know you could you could paint and draw and do all that kind of stuff? Like around two, two or three wow. years old. That's cool. So I, I knew pretty early. I knew that I was a really different kid. Yeah. And I, I my memory goes pretty far back, and I remember feeling that like. Um, I am not like these other kids mm. and my life will be really different. So you already knew that. Yeah. My dad who is, who's passed away, but he was, um, he was a different kind of cat. And when I was like three years old, I, I remember drawing on the floor in the house as my favorite place to draw was at the front doorway with the door open, cool breeze I remember my dad walking by when I was around three and he walked up to me and he said, it's not that you're drawing on the paper. It's that your pencil's an eraser and it's revealing something that's always been there. And as a three-year-old, 
I was like, what the fuck do I do with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean to me? So I've spent the rest of my life just kind of like meditating on that concept. Yeah. But I knew that it was, I knew my place in life, essentially. What were you drawing? Um, Knight Rider and robots That's and cool. Star Wars and cool. hearts for girls, hearts for my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had some hot teachers. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Art is such a um, difficult thing to put your finger on. I did. I recently did a documentary about Carlos Almaraz, uh, who also grew up in, in East Los Angeles, went to Roosevelt, and um, and you know I learned a lot. And and I still, you know, I, just today I was looking at a at a painting of his and just thinking, you know, what he might have been thinking and how amazing the breaststrokes are and how remarkable it is that he used a dark blue underneath, you know, a certain image and. And um and I think artists, you know, it's it's such an it's such an odd uh, existence. Um, and I find it uh, I find it interesting when I find artists that just do you know the only paint. Um, but you know you've seemed to you seem to have taken it into a different direction and you do different things with your art. But I also saw some of your art. And it's 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 amazing. Uh, where do you get your inspiration for the for the artwork that you do? Uh, it comes from all over the place. I think, a, um, a primary place is music. Um, like, have you, let's see. So like, for example, Ana Gabriel, uh -huh, sure. she, she released an album that is made up of just very like traditional mariachi music. Mm -hmm. And there are songs that whole album is like amazing, but there are songs, there are tracks on that album where it sounds like someone is literally like reaching into her chest mm. and ripping her heart out the way she's just like crying when she's singing. And it's so intense and so deep and so heavy. And so when I paint, um, I made sure that whatever, when I painted that I would make it as personal and as emotional as possible. And so listening to like her Edith Piaf or, Bob Marley mm. and the way they just make everything so personal and they just open up their chest and just completely expose themselves. So that's a, a like a massive part of my inspiration yeah. visually that like I could go down a list of artists that like changed my life as a little kid, but it's mainly music. I would say. Have you guys seen going back to Bob Marley? Have you guys seen the trailer for songbird? Yeah. Fucking crazy, right? And yeah. he uses "Don't worry." What? What's that? Is that "Don't worry about a thing"? I forget what. The... Uh, three little birds. Three little birds. Have you seen that one yet, John? I have not. Oh I, my! I will after this for it's sure. It's a Michael Bay movie, and it's uh -huh. basically about like the future of being in this pandemic, and it hasn't. Got, yeah. It's only gotten worse. But it starts off with that that song plays throughout this trailer huh. in different tempos and different. And it's so fucking fucked up. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. it's such a beautiful song. And what's happening on the screen is horrifying. And uh, oh. it's powerful. It's fucking really powerful. Yeah, you lost me at Michael Bay. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I, I just check it out. He does that. He does that. I, I do that. I do that. But, you know, I talk from my own breath here. You know what I mean? It's my own exercise. No one gives a shit. Maybe Davey Dave a okay. little bit, right? It was okay. interested. It was he, interesting. He's going to cut me out anyways. That's what he does. That's not true. That's how he does it. That's not I true. I start the damn show and he cut me out. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Um. But it, but it is, uh, you know, art is such is personal too. You know, when you see, um, I was, I was looking at some of your art. You know, uh, it seemed there, there's birds inside of um, bombs, I think, or or grenades. Sure. And um, and I don't know, I, I don't know wh- how, where that came from. But what I did, what I felt about it is, there's obviously something deeply personal about what you were painting there and what you're trying to say. Um, maybe something about war, something about uh, feeling trapped. I don't know, but it was, uh, it's definitely compelling, which is, you know, what makes a great artist. I think when you're able to look at someone's work and sort of get lost in there and try to, you know, figure out what it's about and what the, what the painter's personal feelings are, I think it's, uh, it becomes really special, but well, what's, what's going, what, what's the story with those uh, pieces of work? Uh, I will do my best to, um, I'll try my best to say this as fast as I can because it, I have a lot to say. Essentially, like, I think I'm not, I think, I know I'm a warrior. The, the brown in me that I was born with in my blood and my sangre, I am through and through a warrior. I love fighting. Um, and my dad saw that in me as a little kid. And my dad's a warrior. He was um, a guerrero from Nicaragua. And so, uh, I had lost him during like the 1980s Contra CIA mix-up in, in Nicaragua. And physically, he came back to me. But mentally, I had lost him because mm. of uh, IEDs exploding and just a lot of like trauma to his brain and whatnot. And uh, when once I got older, he saw that I was maybe headed towards, he saw that I was a really angry person and he he made me promise him not to fight, not to go to war, not to sign up for the military, and that he had done the fighting for me. And so um, I found ways to fight in a healthy way, in my own way. Um, but I also wanted to have like this sense of fight for a reason and something that I'm passionate about. And so what I did was start to create this story that essentially talks about um, love. Um, These bombs are these um, elements that are like super vicious. And when dropped on a city, they're devastating. They'll kill millions of people. And so the idea that there's a society of birds that are catching them in midair before they explode, ripping out what symbolically is hate and replacing them with love and then spreading that concept throughout the world. That, in a nutshell, is where that comes from. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting you say that. I think I think looking at the art, you you feel something beautiful in it, and also something violent in it. And uh, mm. yeah, I think I think it's uh, it's pretty remarkable. Um, so tell me about you know it's funny uh, the the documentary I did uh, I interviewed Shepard Ferry for it he was uh, he did you know he did us a great great uh, favor by by talking about Carlos Almaraz's life and his art um, but I, I, I apparently you did something with him too what did you you guys did some murals together or work together in some way uh, man I want to say we just but like this COVID thing's got my timeline all messed up. <laughs> 
because I kind of we've all disappeared for an, a certain period of time. But it feels like we just finished a mural in uh, so Warner Brother Music. Yeah, they used to have a section on the lot here in Burbank, and they the studio evicted them, and they needed to consolidate all their brands, and they wanted to do it all under one roof. Uh, and so they picked up in the arts district, there is a building that uh, it's called the Model T building where they used to build the Model T Fords. Oh, wow. um, and they brought in because they have like five or six record labels. And so they brought them all under one roof. And so myself, Shepard Ferry and Tristan Neaton painted large murals inside the, oh, in wow. the building. That's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, did you guys get to work together at the same time or was it all separate? Uh, it was at the same time. Oh, yeah, cool. it w- yeah, it was neat. Like what I would say about Shepherd Ferry is that um, it's like a, I don't know, it's kind of like a, he's got a band. It's yeah. like a, this mini concert going on. It's not just a visual thing that they're doing. There's sounds that come with it. So they're playing like this beautiful soundtrack that I grew up with. And because they're spraying so much, they the particles are falling to the floor and it's all adhesive particles. Mm. So anytime they step, they're constantly making this like the feet <laughs> ripping off the floor noise. Yeah, yeah. And then this music going on and there's this energy of all these artists just like ripping and shredding and exacto blading. Yeah. And it was a, a special treat to have that. And then on top of that, to have him on a daily basis stand behind me and watch me paint. And so that, that was, that was a special, a special moment. Yeah. No, that's, that's cool. cool. I, yeah. I, I would imagine I'd be standing there going like, uh, Shepard, can you, can you pass me the, the blue? Let me, <laughs> let, me, let me have, the, let me have the blue crayon Shepard, the blue crayon, bro. Yeah. The blue, blue yeah. Crayon, bro. Um, thank you for being here. I love the idea that you're, that you're an artist first and that you've learned to turn that into, uh, into, you know, money and into a future and that you know yourself well enough that, you know, that you're important and valuable. Uh, I think that's what we talk a lot of, uh, a lot about on the show is that, you know, know your, know who you are, know what you offer and, uh, and, uh, and great things will come to you. So it definitely sounds like you're doing uh, innovative work. You're doing amazing artwork that is personal to you, which is where great art comes from. And, uh, and you continue to do, you know, um, stuff in the community, which is pretty awesome. So thank you for being with us. We appreciate you uh, chatting about all that. Thanks for having me, guys. There's going to be a great movie coming out called Made in Mexico. That's, that's an amazing, amazing film. It's, it should be nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> I mean, it's close, right? Or, or two. Or two. Uh, am, I, am I talking to the directors of said film? What I mean... <laughs> yeah, I guess you. I hey, hey. <laughs> so I might need to get the word out. Oh well, yeah, I'm excited to. Yeah. I'm excited to see your work. Yeah, he directed, yeah. he wrote, he produced, he acted, he he did it. He's kind of like Rodriguez. So. I did it all. Yeah, I did it all. It took a toll that's on how, my body, but it's okay. Yeah. That's how, that's how it's supposed to be done. There yeah, you go. Yeah. See that? Uh, but Johnny, thank you again for being with us. We really appreciate you. Hopefully you can come back uh, and let us know what, you, what you've got coming in the future, would you? Absolutely. Whatever you guys need. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Ciao. Um, uh, Johnny was fascinating. Yeah. You yeah, know, really cool. Um, it's crazy how, the, how things are changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at the marketing push and all that stuff that he was saying that they're doing. Yeah. 
42 what is the company 42 entertainment but we don't have enough we don't have enough time on the podcast to get into uh what that means you know i wish there was more of a visual on that because you know david dave you probably know more about what he's talking about than we yeah do, i'm familiar right? yeah because that's about a movement that, that's no longer you know marketing is one thing you're putting out a commercial and, mm-hmm. and yeah. like using the subconscious the, how many times you see that commercial to go buy something yeah. but this is different this is about using the peers and people that are like you yeah it's way to, deeper yeah i mean it's deep right mm-hmm. What I really like about it is that he came from the hood, just yeah. like we did, and he knew at age two or three that he was uh, going to be going into art for the rest of his life, and somehow he found uh, a personal you know, connection to the work that he was doing. I mean, he's, uh, he, he seems highly emotional. Yeah. yeah, like as as you ask him about it, which I think is deep character. Yeah, is yeah. is a value, but I definitely want to say you guys should check out his art. I mean, Johnny Rodriguez's art is pretty remarkable. I wonder if I can afford it. I'm mm, not. Sure. I'm not but, sure no, I can. Man. I gotta check it out. I could. I would really love to have one of those uh, birds, like in 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 a bomb. Yeah, um, they're really cool. But uh, anyway, that was awesome having him on. Uh, you know what's cool about him is that he connects most of his work through music. Yeah. I wonder if he uses extrememusic.com. I, I was going to ask him the same thing, Robert. I think we should actually, you know what? I'm, I think we should send him a, an email saying, hey, if you're going to be doing artwork, you know, and you're and motivated by music. art, go in there and punch your feelings. Yeah. I feel mad today. Boom. I bet you oh. there's something right there. Yeah. Anger. Passion. Feelings. <laughs> nothing more and feelings. than feelings. Oh, that's a he, he, got right fe- he gets feelings in the morning Damn. when I call him. Oh, yeah, I bet. All feelings. All charged up. All charged up. I'm all Modelo Time Foo. He's like, no feelings. No, I'm not Modelo Time Foo. But, uh, <laughs> but look, uh, I think he should definitely look into extrememusic.com. We have been looking into yeah. it, and it's been awesome. I am working on a couple of new movies, and I'm going to be looking into uh, a bunch. I, I want to talk to Russ about... Because I want to go one step further. In other words, if I call Russ and say, I'm working on this movie, it's a comedy, but I really want to have this great, it's a, it's a romantic comedy. I want to have this, a couple of great romantic pieces and I want them to be a cappella. Yeah. You know, and have him help, you know, maybe have those composed for me. Oh, right. So I that I can, so that I can yeah. have input yeah. into, into what they sound like. Yeah. So I want to talk to him about that. So just that. all in one. Like you yeah. got your you got your music you got your canned music but then you got something that can compose for yeah. you too because he's got such great deals you know I just keep thinking like why use someone else when you can use extreme music and yeah. do it all in one place and I think that that's what his other company is wow, about that would be really cool yeah. yeah yeah that would be really cool so I want to talk to him about that but you listen check out extrememusic.com for all your music needs because if you're a creative like Johnny Rodriguez yeah yeah punch in some music. Mm. Listen to it right there. That's it. While wow. you're jamming out, painting, yeah. doing your thing, <laughs> writing. writing. You know what's funny about that is uh, I I um I have a friend. His name's Christian Vincent. He's a great great. I met artist. Christian Vincent. Yeah, you know Christian. Yeah, we got we hammered in together York. in New York. York. Yes, yeah. I was supposed to do a documentary with him. Yeah. Oh my god, these guys! <laughs> I just started my eyes started rolling up into my head. I was like, "Come on, guys, stop!" But it was actually no. I, it was pretty good. He he had his story was pretty compelling. Okay, so. It was like the big chill, but for artists. Oh, it was. Yeah, nice. it was. Uh, Christian Vincent is a great artist, and he has this system where he goes to Starbucks in the morning. He gets two vanilla lattes on ice. He takes their venties. He takes them to his you know painting area, cranks his music, drinks his latte. You know, it's all the same. The same Love system, it. right? It's what he does. That's how he does. Uh, how he starts his day, and uh, and Johnny uses music. And uh, and what do you use? 
What do I use? Yeah. Like, how do you, is there a system or you just show up in your pantuflas and you just start writing? At home, well, normally I have to try to escape from my kids who are like wanting to sit on my lap and yeah. see what I'm doing. But what, what I normally do is I'll call you to see what you dislike the most and then I'll go with that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well. no, it just depends. You know, like this podcast has really helped me because in the past I would just, this will make a cool story where yeah. now I really think about it and I think about where would this land, what bucket would it go in, Roberts, yeah. if I had a bucket? Yeah. Or if it's, if it's marketable and sellable and who can there I get go. to get yeah, involved right. in it? You know what I mean? Um, Cause you got to have that. You can't just blindly start writing shit. You're going to waste your time. Yeah. And you know, what's the point then? Unless you're doing it for yourself then. Yeah. Unless you're doing it for yourself. But then at the end of the day, you know, you got to be looking to sell it. You got to yeah. be, looking, you gotta to be make- looking to sell it. But, um, but look, just to go back to the beginning of this, don't stop working. Don't stop pitching. No. Don't stop, um, telling people about your dreams because the way it works is the more you tell people about what you're doing, the more people are going to believe that that's what you do and trust yourself. And trust, trust yourself. yourself. Believe yes. in yourself. Believe that your ideas are valid. Go out there and put them out there. And, you know, I, I posted something on, on our Instagram today. I'm it glad was, you said our Instagram, not the Instagram. Yeah, that was Instagram. very big of you. I was I, waiting for you to do that. <laughs> I posted today, I said, um, believe in yourself, trust yourself, trust your instincts. Do your project and believe in what you're putting on the screen because at the end of it, you'll know what you bring to the table. Yeah. So if you don't trust yourself and you trust everyone else, then you'll never know what you can do. Mm-hmm. If you trust yourself and put it up there and people love it, then you know what your value is. Yeah. If you do it and people don't love it and it ends up being something that you don't have a good experience doing, then maybe you should look into doing something else. Mm-hmm. But at least you know. Yeah. There's no confusion, right? It was my idea. I did it the way I wanted to do, and this is what I believe was going to work, and it did or it didn't. I was watching some of Made in Mexico the other day, and I was like, fuck, did I write that? (laughs) Fuck, that's good. Damn it. (laughs) Well, that's what you brought to the table. Which would lead us into Ollie. (laughs) We're not going to talk about Ollie right now. What a dick. (laughs) You did do a great job on Made in Mexico, and you found out what you you bring to the table, and it's going to bring you other work, and it already has, and we'll talk about that on the next show. But thank you to Johnny Rodriguez. Thank you, David Day, for being here, and uh, thank you, um, what's your name? See? Rod Titty Rink. Thanks Rod Titty Rinks. You know what? We are big in Peru. Mm. Number one. Number one in Peru. That's what's up. <laughs> you want to go to, what is it, Machu Picchu? Machu Picchu. Do it at the top of the mountain. You bro. ain't down, Robert. I'm not down, but I want to thank you guys all for being on the show today. He's over it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for being here. We will see you next time on Let's Get Into Entertainment. The business is of entertainment. The wait is over. The Walking Dead is back. Don't miss the extended 10th season featuring six new episodes, each focused on different favorite characters. Get ready for high-stakes showdowns, emotional reckonings, and more info about your favorite Walking Dead survivors. Start watching the latest season today and catch new episodes of Season 10 early with AMC+. From season binges and exclusive content to early access to new episodes, the best Walking Dead experience is only on AMC+. Get lost in the Walking Dead universe today. Available ad-free and on demand. Sign up at amcplus.com. AMC Plus, only the good stuff.